Okay, good morning again, good morning again. Uh, religion, religion is exhausting. Religion is exhausting. And so we're taking a look at this series called Supreme Leader. And, and Jesus, we, we've taken a look, uh, 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 Paul, a guy who wrote the majority of the New Testament, talked about Jesus being the supreme leader over creation and the supreme leader over the church. And so we've got to have evidence of this, evidence of this from Jesus' life. If he's going to be a supreme leader, we've got to have evidence. We can't just say this, right? And so last couple of weeks, we take, took a look at Jesus being supreme leader over creation. The dude walked on water. He is so in charge of creation, he can change the molecular structure of how he is supreme leader over mountains. And, and, and we took a look at faith and, and immeasurably more. For the next four weeks, today and the next three weeks, we're going to take a look at the fact that Jesus is leader over the church, supreme leader over the church. Look, we have an enemy. His name is Satan. And, and if, you, if you have a hard time believing in this... Uh, this idea of there even being a Satan and that being real and he being real, that's okay. Just, just here's where we can all agree. There's something out there dealing with people, right? There's something out there dealing with evil, starting evil, uh, uh, and, and doing all this, and, and, and there's something out there causing this. And the Bible makes sense to me because the Bible directly deals with this. And actually directly... Satan. And the fact of the matter is, is that Jesus being supreme, and he will one day, but there's another way for our hero, like any good epic, our hero doesn't defeat him. He sets himself up as, the evil supreme leader sets himself up as epic, defeats the supreme leader through trials, temptation, and death. That's where we're going to head the next four weeks leading up to Easter. And if we're, talking about, if we're talking about Jesus being the head of the church, the leader, the supreme leader of the church, we've got to talk about religion. Jesus is leader over religion. He's leader over religion because he defeated religion. And maybe if you're new to church or didn't like this church thing because of religion, know this, Jesus defeated religion. And what? How? John chapter 3 is where we're going to be this morning. A religious leader and peek into this story. John chapter 3, you can follow along in the reach from um, every, every Sunday. Uh, you can save that and come back to the son of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus night. That's, you know, the first Nick at night. I know I've said that before, but I just, any time, I can't resist. He said, Rabbi, we know that... Phil, my stand-up's coming next weekend, so. <laughs> we know that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one could perform these signs you do unless God were with him. You know, Nicodemus starting out polite, right? We know you're from God, you're a nice guy, etc. Jesus replied, I assure you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Like, Jesus gets right with it. He's just like, poof. Like you're gonna you're gonna be nice and beat around the but we're just gonna we're just gonna deal with this here, all right? He cannot see the kingdom of God. But how can anyone be born when he is old? Nicodemus asked him. Right? The mental picture in Nicodemus' mind is not good. A second time and be born? 
Yeah, he went there. He's like, how is this? This is not going to fly, Jesus. All right? Jesus answered, I assure you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Whatever is born of the flesh is flesh, and whatever is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you that you must be born again. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, brings life. Capital L, life. We'll dive more into that later. What is life? What is life? Well, life, life is spirit-born. Life is spirit-born. Is us saying we have a sin problem. We have a problem. We are not as good as God. We have a problem. So religion is us taking care of the problem. Us saying, God, look at me. Look how good I am. Don't you like me? Don't you love me? Look how good I can be. Look at all the rules that I can keep. And at its, at its purest form, it's just us simply saying to God, aren't I still okay? But in its worst form, it's us controlling people. It's saying unless you conform to these rules, you cannot find God. But life, life is spirit birth. God himself births life in us. We have broken the image of God that is in us. I was looking at, I saw Amos a tablet, Laurie and Jared's kid's tablet. The screen is broken on it like spider veins. Broken. They could like put tape over it and go, it's fixed, right? That's religion. How do you fix a broken tablet screen? You replace the screen. That's spirit birth. See, we're all born into water. We're all born into, into biology life. And that means that we're going to break the image of God because of sin. But spirit birth means that He, God, is replacing the image of God in us. And how it's described in the Bible is this. Righteousness. Holy. Maybe you think of somebody who believes in Jesus as a saint. Holy. Set apart. Jesus as blameless. Pure. Faith in Jesus are pure. And on and on and on. All these adjectives used to describe what it means to be spirit birth. That is life. Jesus continues, or the story continues. The wind blows where it pleases, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes or from where it is going. So, so it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And I had a hard time kind of wordsmithing this because in our day, in our culture, we have this independent streak to us, right? Like, don't tell me what to do. Um, um, we don't accept leadership, even, even a lot of times, even good leadership. You know, you see a lot of times in commercials, like there's one in particular where this girl goes and creates her own food truck. Like, she can't handle leadership, so I'm going to go do my own thing and be successful at it. And so, and so when we read, you know, the spirit can't be controlled or life can't be controlled, I didn't really like... Uh, 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 
Um, and it, it is a little bit different than what you'll see on the screen because this was in my drive back to Tulsa this morning. So um, life, life can't be managed. Life can't be managed. As in, you can't squeeze it, right? You can't grab it and go, here it is! Just like you can't grab the wind and go, here it is! Right? If I came to you with a glass jar and I said, I've got some wind, but you can't bottle the wind. Uh, Phil and Elijah. This doesn't mean we're, we're, we're rebellious. In fact, Paul, the same, the same guy I referenced earlier, and so that's not what that means. And it doesn't mean like we're going to be wishy-washy and one day we're going to be this way and the next day we're going to be this way. And, and, and one day we're like in this job and the next day we're like, no, I'm going to quit that and we're going to do this. And that's not what this means. That's like, you know, the macro level of life, right? The big picture of life. The, the micro level is kind of where this means. That the spirit and life so blows through us in such a way we don't know what it's going to do in that particular day in the micro level of life. As in, you ever get that, that, that still small voice that says, hey, um, why don't you text this person today? Like, wh where did that, I haven't talked to them in years. Where did that come from? And you, you do it, and they're like, holy cow, man, this day's been rough being like the wind and not being managed. Because rules, right? As a pastor in church work, work like I get, I get these emails that the headlines are, you know, uh, grow your church bigger in five weeks. Look, replace that with any spam headline. It can be replaced, right? It's ministry porn. Look at this big church. You can be just like this. A plus B always equals C according to religion. The Spirit's like, I might just do it differently for you. And as you pray, and as you lead, and as you grow, and as you grow in Jesus and the Spirit, and knowing like you want to go in this direction, you think God's led you in this direction, and He's going, and He's going, and you're praying, boom, boom, it opens up, and you're going, what? What? heart to like work amongst orphans for for a long time and orphanages for for a long time and uh kind of been praying for that and we've never been in a spot and and etc uh, for you know foreign and she thought you know asia and etc especially amongst the uh, amongst girls in asia and all the uh, the political reasons for that and we also have four boys and so you know she like the, the whole girl thing like i don't want to be alone but um and then boom 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 like she's going to go to Ukraine in the fall to work in an orphanage. That can't be managed. That can't be managed. Jesus continues. Teacher of Israel and don't know these things? Look, Nicodemus, Israel, he at least had the first five books of the Old Testament memorized and memorized and taught it. Look, if I came up to you and said, by next week, you have to learn this verse or we're not going to let you in, you'd be like, watch me, right? Let alone the entire Old Testament memorized. 
And Jesus is like, this is in the thing you have memorized. And you don't know this? I assure you, we speak what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but you don't, don't accept our testimony. This is a Trinitarian reference here. He's all of a sudden talking we, right? Like he's schizophrenic? Like what's going on, Jesus? Talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We. If I have told you about things that happen on earth and you don't believe, how will you believe if I tell you about things of heaven? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Life sees but thinks it is blind. Life sees but thinks it is blind. Religion is blind but thinks it can see. That, that, was, that was Nicodemus. I know the entire Old Testament and I teach it. I can see. I can see God. I know God. Look, look, look. God's in this box of mine. Jesus says, no, 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 no. In a word, this is what is meant by that. Humility. If you want another one, thirst. Desire. Religion says, I show up to, life says I show up to church so I can see. In the event, for those of you who want life, those of you that, this is quite enough for next week, thank you very much. Those of you that want life, these are the study guides. It doesn't have to be through our reading plan. But are you looking for more? Or is one meal one time a week, enough for you. Thank you very much. Jesus continues. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. And now we get to the verse, right? The football verse. So that everyone who believes in Him will have eternal life. For God loved the world in this way. He gave His one and only Son so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. Life. Life is, I want to phrase it this way, and I've been phrasing it this way for a little bit because I believe the more I read the Bible, more I read Jesus, more I read through the New Testament and think about this, I, I, I believe what life gives infinity life. See what happens, especially after this world, eternal life we've made as, as a, a linear formation. Eternal life goes on for eternity uh, in a line, it's like a train like a train to Hogwarts. All right? I'm glad you're here, Angie. I'm so glad you're here. It's a train that you get on, and you've got to get your ticket punched. It's a train that you get on to an ulterior universe that only a certain amount of people can get on for all eternity. Now, is there truth to that? Yes. But that's not the complete truth. Infinity, infinity life, the eternal life, all dimensions, just going everywhere. See, infinity life and beyond. Okay, I just got four boys. I got you. I want this, you religious people, right, want this concept to blow our minds. Infinity life penetrates and expands eternity. 
an inception world that I can't handle. See, religion says, pray this prayer, you're going to heaven. To 11-year-old kids, if you pray this prayer, you'll go to heaven. If you don't, you'll go to heaven. <laughs> I'm in. And then a message is Some of you, that's your story. That's not infinity life. But I remember in my childhood, like tithe envelopes having these check boxes, and you're going to become a 100% Christian. What that is, is the train for infinity life. Bible brought, checked. Scripture memorized, checked. Checked. Higher percentage, person brought, checked. And well, no, 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 that's not how this works. See, infinity life, what this is, is infinity life utilizes utilizes the same tools that we use the checkbox for, instead uses it to say, I want this infinity life to grow. So community, this, Bible, and prayer become the growth pattern of how infinity life grows inside of us. See, this means we can go through anything because Jesus and God says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. This infinity life is growing in you for all eternity in all dimensions. And no matter what I lead you to go through, you will have the strength to go through it because this infinity life is growing in you in all dimensions for all eternity. Crazy. That's life. That's what Jesus offers, not religion. Religious people love to stop at 316, but they don't keep reading. 317, same story, same context. For God did not send his son into the world that he might condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. We don't like to read that, right? Because we want to be the strict. God hates fill in the blank. Anyone who believes in the name of the one and the only Son of God. This then is the judgment. The light has come and practices wicked things, hates the light and avoids it, so that his deeds may not be exposed, accomplished by God. Remember, Jesus is talking to a religious dude here, a sinful person. That was part of the problem of Jesus to the religious dudes. Religion condemns sin. See, this is, Seems like a fine line because both start with sin, correct? Like everybody has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Everybody's in the same boat. Life says we're all in the same boat, so we need salvation from this boat that is sinking. Religion says I need to beat you into submission to my rules to my man-made rules. Life says, I don't care what you do. You don't believe. Look, as somebody that goes and referees with a lot of different people, you know, and, and you know, what do you do, what do you do, what do you do, you know, um, I'm, a, I'm a pastor. Oh, I'm sorry for the language, right, right? Like, dude, man, like, whatever. I'm not here to get you to follow rules. It's bigger than that. We're talking about life. Infinity life expanding in all directions. 
Sin brings death. Expanding in all directions. You ever done that thing and gone, it eats a part of my soul? Life is giving life for all eternity. Why? So that we can see, right? That's why we need light. Set that out there. Set the bar low. That way we can be pleasant thinking through the sermon. Not reading the Bible. Just throw that out there. In, in Oklahoma is a toll road, right? So, <clears throat> rolling and um, thinking through the sermon and pass the sign saying, free bathrooms seven miles. Right? You know, that's the McDonald's over the highway, etc. Life is like free bathrooms. On a toll road. Mm-hmm. Oh, this this it's it's gets better. Because religion is like having to pay for a bathroom, right? You're accomplishing the same thing, but one's not quite as satisfying. You just had to pay to go to a bathroom. Life is like free bathrooms. Religion and life does the same things, right? It looks like the same activity. But one brings freedom and life and excitement. One, and uh, I wish there was something more. This, what we do here, isn't going to church. It isn't and giving Life. I have better things Tulsa this morning. I have better things to do with my time that gives life so that people can receive life. It is worth the trip. Five hours from Tulsa, a thing of coffee and two things of water, I needed it. It's like free bathrooms. Satisfying. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time to find life, life away. Lord, I just pray that you will, in the church, the longest, need it the most. Open our eyes to this. Let us think we are blind because we do not know. Give us immeasurably more through your life. In your name we pray. Amen.